Hey y'all, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Sweet Light, the podcast. It's me, your host, Holly Dyer. You know I'm still here, and I'm happy that you're joining me today, because we are still on this journey of self-improvement and making our lives ever so sweet. I have a much-needed episode for you today, all about energy, energy transference, how we block those, you know, negative energies coming towards us. It's a good one. It is so needed in these times. So I'm happy to share that with you today. But before we begin, I just want to give a big shout out to all of you who are listening now, who have shared the podcast, liked it on social media, reviewed it. Thank you so much. It really means the world. I love doing this. So I'm happy that people are loving it as well. And just continue to be doing that. Continue to share that positive energy around because you know I have more episodes coming your way. So please stay tuned and stick with me. But without further ado, you know what I'm about to say. Let's get into it. He gives me bad vibes. Ooh, this house is creepy. I don't like how I feel after I'm no longer around those people. If you caught a common theme throughout that, the common theme was the energy that people and, you know, objects like houses give off. And that is the theme of this episode. We're going to be talking about energy and more specifically energy transference. But before we get into that, we have to know what energy is. Now, I could have come up and looked up, you know, a scientific definition of energy. I'm sure you could take yourself back to grade school when you were taught what the actual definition is, but I'm going to go off of my working definition of energy. And my working definition of energy is literally the vibe or feeling that you are putting out into the world and that other people are reading. And it doesn't have to be just humans, like every living thing puts out energy. Think plants, Think water, think animals like your cat, your dog is putting out energy towards you. Even um, objects like I I mentioned houses before because we get that like, oh, haunted house. I I mean, I really believe in that. I really think objects have energy or at least can like store them. That might be a little too cuckoo for some people listening in. But, you know, it is what it is. We live in a universe like we're actually living right now. That's. A miracle in and of itself so I'm not even surprised if you know there's energy in like an old antique or something like that or even a new jacket you know I don't know but energy that feeling that vibe comes in three forms it's either positive it's negative or it can also be neutral and yes I did look that up on Google <laughs> the reason that energy is so important is because it can be transferred so whether it is positive whether it is negative whether it is neutral it can transfer onto you and maybe you don't want that but it's important to know what this means and what it looks like and what it feels like so that you can combat that if you don't want to be changing and interchanging energies with people Energy transfer is the process of changing energy from one form to another. If we go back to our seventh grade 
science class when we're learning about energy. I think it was one of Newton's laws that states energy can neither be created nor destroyed. So what does that leave? Well, it leaves the transformation of energy. So it can't be created, it can't be destroyed, but you can transform it and you can transfer it. Ooh, two different things here. So you can transform it, you can transfer it. Now, if you are a living being on this planet, which I feel like everyone listening in is, that's a prerequisite um, for listening to this podcast, you've got to be living, then you have probably felt both the transforming of energy and also the transference of energy. And if you're still kind of confused on what that looks like or how it feels, I'm going to give you a few examples. Well, two examples. One is, I don't know if you have ever watched a TV show and I've mentioned this before, but I love Bravo. I love trash TV. I love reality TV. And I can sit and watch like multiple episodes at a time. But I'll notice after I do that, whether they argued or they fought on screen. And I understand that, you know, they did this to play up for the cameras and stuff, but I'll be in an irritable mood. Like, I'll be like, yeah, I want to argue too with somebody. And people will be like, what is wrong with you? Like, you barely did anything today. Why are you in such a bad mood? I'm like, I really think it's from that TV show that I was watching when they're all arguing and being catty that it, it, I, you know, some of that energy transferred to me and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this too. It's so, it's wild, but I just urge you to be self-aware of what you're watching and what you're intaking and see if you have a similar, doesn't have to be the same, but a similar experience. Maybe you're not watching trash TV like I am. Another example I'll give is retail. I worked retail for, I'm trying to count the numbers in my head, probably like six, seven years um, at various places. And anyone who has ever worked retail, and this also extends to like customer service industry, so maybe like waiters and whatever other customer service industry folks <laughs> are out there listening in. But I have seen and felt firsthand how easily energy can transfer because you'll start your day off good. You're like, yeah, I'm going to make money today. It's going to be good. And then you get a customer that comes in and they, whatever has been going on in their life, you know, has been happening. You're not living their life. You don't know, but they'll come in and they will be mean, be mad, be frustrated that you don't have what, exactly what they're looking for and take it out on you. And that can mess up the rest of your day. But I will also say I have learned from those experiences. I have learned to shake it off because I would literally go into the back and be like, okay, that was a bad customer. I know that all not customers are bad. I don't know what the fuck this person is doing in their life, you know, to just be straight up <laughs> rude as hell to a stranger who was just trying to help them, you know? So I'm sure anyone who has worked in retail has a similar experience. Like I can't count how many times this has happened. But there is something to be said about that industry and the customer service industry in general, because it's different than an office job where you are working with the same people day in and day out, whereas customer service jobs, you don't know who is coming in that day. 
and what kind of energy they are bringing with them. And maybe you don't watch TV or you don't work in retail or a customer service job, but honestly, relationships can be energy draining. You can transfer energies within those very easily. It's also like social media, you know, your coworkers. Then there's so many areas where energy can be transferred. And if you are not properly taking care of yourself, it can be so draining and lead to other problems in your life. So I want to talk to you about protecting your energy. And I'm going to give you four main ways to protect your energy that I stand by and I have been incorporating in my life for the past couple of months. And I have seen such a difference in my energy and maintaining a positive attitude and a positive outlook throughout the day with these um, four techniques. So let's get into it. I feel like this is a word that I bring up a lot, but it's really important. And that is boundaries and communication as well. Communication is key in setting your boundaries, but you need to have boundaries. And I can't tell you what those look like because they're going to be unique to you, but you need to implement and stick with set boundaries. You got to be clear about your boundaries and you need to have limits with yourself and maybe other people too. Like for me, I put a boundary on how much social media I can personally use during the week. And so I said I can have four days where I am on social media and three days off of it. That is a boundary that I set in place for myself because I know how draining it can be for me when I'm just scrolling. And it's not that I'm taking in a lot of things, but there's something about the act of scrolling and just looking through and liking things that is so draining for me. And I knew it wasn't good. So I had to implement that boundary on myself. And I have seen such a marked change in my like idea of social media and how I interact with it. And also in the time that I have, it was such a time waster. And it was just something I did when I was bored. And then it turned into something I did when I was breathing. And it was very draining. So that might be what a boundary looks like for you, for yourself, but also have boundaries with other people. And it might be scary to communicate them, but trust me, it's going to help you in the long run. It's gonna help you in the long run. Whether it's a boundary in like your romantic relationships, whether it's a boundary in your parental relationships, which is a huge one, um, whether it's a boundary in, you know, your co-working relationships and your shared office space with other people or your roommates or whatnot. Communication is key. You just, you have to be clear and then you have to follow through and stick with it. But I believe in you, you can do it. If I could get off Instagram for three days out of the week and not even want to go on there, I know you can do that. The second main technique or topic that I want to talk about in regards to protecting your energy is to de-stress. And this is something that is very hard for me to do. De-stressing is so hard, but it's really important because if you think about it, when you are stressed, 
And when you're in a constant state of stress, which is what I have learned this year, is that I am in a constant state of stress. And so my nervous system is bombarded daily, all the hourly, all the freaking time over me being stressed out about things. And I don't even, I don't even realize it half the time. Like I'm not conscious of being stressed about things. My nervous system is in that constant state of fight or flight. And that is so draining. So if you're already drained from being stressed about something and you're in that state of fight or flight and then something else happens in your life, some maybe someone was mean to you or you didn't get what you wanted out of this thing or whatever it is that is going to negatively impact your energy, it's going to do it so much easier and it's going to have a greater impact when you're already tired and you're already emotional and your nervous system is already shot. It's going to be so much easier for that negative energy to infiltrate and have a tremendous impact. You know, stress, being stressed on the daily can make you live in that reactionary mode where you just, you don't know what's going to happen and you're so stressed out about it that you're like, okay, I got to be ready for everything. But you ever, you know, that thing where it's like, okay, if you're ready for everything, you're kind of like not ready for any, anything because you're putting your energy, like you're spreading yourself too thin. There's that phrase I was searching for. You're spreading yourself too thin, which is not good to always be in that. And I feel like so many of us are always in that because we are stressed. And it can, in the long run, have really horrible consequences on our health. And so de-stressing is super, super important to maintain your energy and to protect your energy and also to help your overall health out. I didn't know that stress has such an impact on literally every aspect of our health. I knew it, it had an impact on our nervous system, but it literally has an impact on our emotions. It has an impact on our skin, it has an impact on our cardiovascular system. Like, I had no idea how important stress is in determining our quality of life in regards to our health. So I've talked about ways of de-stressing before, but I'm gonna go over them really quickly with you. Meditation is my favorite way to de-stress. 10 minutes in the morning, you feel so good after working out is a great way to de-stress as well. I love doing that. Um, and don't like beat yourself up if you're not working out every day. Like you don't need to. Uh, but also being outside, going on a walk outside, just breathing in fresh air, especially after this past year, I feel like has been such a great way to de-stress and like de-stress my body and give myself time to just calm myself and find my center again another top main thing of protecting your energy that i want to talk about is having or creating a sacred space in your home in your apartment having a space 
where you go that is sanctuary-like and it's dedicated to that purpose, it's gonna help you replenish your energy and it also is just gonna make you feel good. I feel like when we have our own space, at least for me, and maybe this is just an introvert thing, but it, it is something about building myself up again that I need and having a dedicated space in my living space helps me so much with that because it's almost that imagery of seeing it and knowing, oh, have, how, when was the last time I was actually in this space for myself? Um, so it's like keeping it fresh in my mind. The last main topic or technique that I want to talk to you about is becoming more self-aware. Understanding your own energy and the energy that you are also bringing to other people. Because you might be the one that's bringing negative energy. And I realize no one wants to be like, oh, I'm the villain of the story. Not saying that you're a fucking villain just because you're like having a bad day or whatever, but no one wants to think that they're the ones that are harming other people or most of us don't want to think that. And so we need to be more self-aware of how we are impacting and affecting other people as well. And also if you are a person, this is not me, but I see other people like this in my life. If you are a person that stretches yourself too thin on the daily and is has such a hard time saying no and you're aware of that you have to start saying no to things because stretching yourself too thin saying yes to everything you are not showing up as your best self you're not showing up as the best version of yourself to whatever projects you have going on and you need to practice limiting yourself. So it goes back to that boundaries thing. But in order to set those boundaries, you have to be self-aware. You have to see how you are impacting a space negatively and positively, like assessing your own strengths and weaknesses and understanding them and actually taking them into account when you're making decisions, taking them into account when you're interacting with others taking them into account when you are placing limits or you are placing whatever else on yourself. I am not that person, but I see other people like that around me. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. You are so drained right now. You don't say no to anything. Practice saying no. I really think it's going to be freeing for you. I love saying no. So I don't have this problem, but I know people that do. And I see it and I see how drained they are and how they're stressed to the max. So practice saying no. So we talked about the ways in which to protect your energy. I also want to give you ways in which to build positive energy. Because if you're protecting negative energy, uh, why are you doing that? <laughs> That's not going to help you. So let's focus on like the internalized energy. Let's look within and figure out how do we build positive energy in a sustainable way as well. And so I'm also going to give you four tips for how to do this because I like the symmetry of having them both before. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else is like that, but I am. So let's talk about building positive energy. One, visualizations. 
visualizations are the building blocks of building the life that you want. And that's what this whole podcast is about. I just got excited because I was like, oh, oh shit, we made a connection to the reason why I started this podcast, which is we want a better life and we are not going to wait for life to happen to us. We're going to make it work for us. <gasps> work, bitch. You want a Bugatti? Um, circling back to that visualizations visualizations literally imagining your most ideal life if you are a person that okay maybe you don't like meditation maybe it's really hard for you one I would suggest guided meditation which is literally my second point on here but maybe visualizations is more your game and really that's about sitting quietly and either journaling it out. I like to imagine it because I'm a visual person. So I like to really imagine it in my mind and be very detailed in imagining your ideal life. Obviously that's gonna look different for all of us, but the more detailed you are, the more specific you are in what you believe and what you truly want your ideal life to be. And the more times you do it, the more times you visualize that, and this can be for any aspect in your life, the more times you visualize that, it's more opportunity for the universe to bring that to you because you are putting that out into the world that you want it. And so you can write it down by putting it out into the world or you can think about it by putting it out into the world and truly visualize what that will look like. And I swear it works. It's really weird when you first do it because you're like, am I doing this right? It does this actually work? But the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And the more you see, oh, whoa, I feel like that opened a door for me. Or you're like, actually, I don't want this in my life. And so you switched up a little bit. And so you find yourself even more. You find a more specific version of yourself. You find what you actually like and what you dislike and you let those go and then you visualize more and more things that you love and that you want in your life and that you want in your ideal life. I love it. I talked about it. I brought it up. The second point is meditation. Meditation daily. I do a 10 minute guided meditation every morning and it puts me in such a positive mood. It really is the thing that will truly build positive energy for you. And I would stick with guided if you have never meditated before. And I would also start like, don't do it every day when you first start, because it's just going to feel like so much. Maybe pick like two days of the week where you just wake up and do it. I love doing it in the morning. Maybe you're a nighttime meditation person and you like it because you're going to go right to sleep after and it like just puts you in a really good frame of mind for your dreams but I love it in the morning because it really does make me feel so good about myself to start off my day because I already gave myself time and grace and leisure to make myself feel good and to attune myself with the universe so meditation is always going to be the thing that I talk about. And I feel like it's the, it's the fastest way to see yourself build positive energy. 
and there's so many guided meditations on YouTube. So just look up one of them. Do like a self-love guided meditation, 10 minutes, five minutes to start off. See how you feel. The third thing on this building positive energy train is what we talked about a little bit, which is that sacred space, but actually building it and thinking about and being intentional about what goes into it. And I mean, this is a physical space, y'all. I don't mean, oh, it's in my head and I'm imagining it. No, no. This is a physical space that is dedicated to you. So maybe this is like your meditation corner and you have photos of your self or like things that you want to help you visualize. And you know, it's it's a meditation corner in your home. It's a room if you have that space and think about what kind of things you want in it. Do you want comfortable pillows and, and rugs so that you feel at ease and you feel comforted while you are doing these growing things? What kind of books do you want in there? Be intentional about that. What kind of colors do you want in it? Be intentional about that because the more intentional you are, the more that space is going to feel safe for you to kind of let go. And so the meditation will be easier. The visualizations will be easier to do in that sacred space. And I really mean designate a corner of your room, designate a corner of your living room, designate a whole room if you have the space for that, for this. Because if it's, oh, it's on my, I do it at my desk, but I also work at my desk. It's, I don't feel like it's going to work. I don't feel like you're going to be able to separate your sacred space from your workspace or from your sleeping space. I think it really has to be its own thing. And you have to be willing to have that space in your life. But it's going to help you so much. It's going to make it so much easier for you to visualize and meditate. It's going to make it so much easier for you to journal in this space. It's going to make it so much easier for you to have time for yourself because, again, it's that visual aspect of it. You are seeing the space that you designated and you like cornered off as your sacred space where you go to unwind, where you go for yourself. If you see that every day it's gonna be fresh in your mind every day and so you're going to be more inclined to actually do these things that i'm talking about so if if nothing else i would say meditation and creating a sacred space for yourself and you don't have to think of it as a sacred space it can literally be whatever you want to call it but it's just that space that allows you grace to just be you and to not be distracted from the outside world. And lastly, the other thing that I want to talk about with building positive energy, and it's something that I am newer to, but I really think it's important and it is to connect to your ancestors, both recent and ancient. And I feel like this is something that POC there's there is like a group of POC that still do this a lot I don't feel like a lot of white people do it but I think it's important like I don't care what you are like 
it's so important to connect with your roots. And if you don't know your roots, there's so many ways that you can go about finding them. And, you know, talking to your parents, like even like just connecting with your like grandparents that passed on, or maybe your grandparents are still alive, but you know, great grandparents, like there is something to be said about connecting with your roots that allows you the opportunity to grow, that allows you the opportunity to know yourself on a deeper level. Because yes, we are all human. And I feel like a lot of cultures have similar practices, but there's something to be said to connecting with your specific ancestors, the blood that runs through your veins. There's something to be said about your willingness to connect to those people. Now, connecting with them can look like so many different things. Um, I've heard of people preparing food for them and like leaving it at an altar. So that's another sacred space um, in your home that you can create for them. Um, write to them. If you are a person that likes journaling, maybe try like writing a letter. And it can literally be about anything, but you're just opening yourself up to even more things. Because if we talk about, okay, energy, remember what we said, energy is not created, nor is it destroyed. So those people were energy and they still are. They're just in a different form now. So tap into that. I mean, tap into it in a respectful way, though. I will say, please tap into it in a respectful way. And I think the best way is to do it with your own ancestors. So your own ancestors, honey, but. And, you know, also learn more about their culture. If you're someone like me who, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm mixed, but I, I come from a lot of different cultures. Like maybe you don't know what, whatever culture they came from where you're like, oh yeah, I just know that, you know, they were Irish. Well, maybe like research what that entails and what that culture is and just find other ways of connecting as well. I think it's going to really help you open up to them and like what they can provide and the guidance that they can provide. And it might seem really strange to do it because you're like, yeah, they're not here anymore, Holly. I get that. But also, energy can transform. So maybe they're not here in like the human sense, but they're here in the universe sense. And they want to help you and they want to help you live your best life. I truly believe that. So work on that. (laughs) Work on that, y'all. And as you're working on it, just remember that you are energy And you can transfer energy and you can also transform and shake off bad energy into good energy. And so we've talked about how to protect your energy. We've talked about how to build positive energy. We've talked about what energy is and that every living thing has energy. Yes, your tree has energy. Yes, your cat, your dog has energy. Yes, of course, you have energy and also your objects you know, could also have energy. Maybe not all of them, but some of them might. It's honestly so um, wild to me that everything has energy. Like, okay, I get it as an intellectual, I understand, but also I'm like, what? 
There's this thing that I saw some Instagrammer that I follow put, they like bought some energy device that can transfer energy into like it, they can make it a song and they it's like little patches that um, I don't know if you've ever seen those like patches that they put on people's like chest when they're in the hospital and stuff but they put it on like plants and it sang a little tune and they put it on themselves and it sang like a different tune and I was like that is wild like I wonder if energy if we could hear energy if we had like subsonic hearing or something but I almost feel like energy is like that, like subsonic vibration that translates into a feeling so that we can read it. Is that too much? <laughs> that's how that's how I imagine energy is. I feel like it's some type of vibration. Because the vibration is very natural. So I'm like, yeah, I can see that it's some type of vibration that I can't hear or feel in the physical sense. But in order for me to read it, I read it as a feeling, as what type of emotion am I getting off of this living thing? It makes sense to me. I don't know if it makes sense to you, but it makes sense to me. So hopefully it makes sense to you as well. But that's where I'm going to leave you today. So I just want you to take from this episode that you should be building positive energy and then have things in place, have tools in place to then protect that energy for yourself and be more self-aware and see if you're the one that's also bringing negative energy because we don't want to be that person. Not in this club. No, we do not. Y'all, thank you for sticking with me. I know I rambled a little bit in this episode, but I'm not ashamed about it. I love making this. I'm so happy you listened continue to review continue to like and share the support kisses for everyone i love it so much thank you thank you thank you and i'm excited because i have more episodes for you that are coming that are really really good and that just makes so much sense for this time in my life and hopefully it makes sense for this time in your life as well thanks for listening y'all holly 